Welcome everyone to a new episode of On The Rise. My name is Vishal Yadish. On The Rise features top-tier founders, innovators, and investors to talk about their journeys and motivations to help inspire the next generation of leaders. Today, we're joined by my good friend, Jaden Bryden. Jaden is the vice president at XFund, an early-stage venture capital firm built to back entrepreneurs who think laterally and experiment across disciplines. Hi, Jaden. Thanks again for joining us today. We're so excited to have you. Hello, good to be here. So let's dive right in. Would you mind sharing more about your background and how you got started at XFund? Yeah, so I, um, before XFund, worked at a company called Harvard Student Agencies, um, which is the largest student-owned company in the world. Um, And the roles that I had there, I started out um, as a tutor, and then I managed the partnerships for students um, in China and then went into the role of chief people officer. So managed the HR for the over 600 employees. Um, And then I went into the role of chief strategy officer where I helped to manage the strategic plan, um, worked with the board of directors, um, created groups, priority groups to um, make sure that all of the things that we wanted to set out as a um, organization were getting completed. Um, And from there, I ended up going into XFund and um, it's been really interesting because XFund focuses on investing in founders coming out of university context um, and working on early stage startups. So that means that it might be as small as two founders, an idea, working on a product. Um, They might be pre-revenue and we come in and help them to um, start to grow their company and really take off. And was there any sort of learning curve between your prior role as CSO at HSA and XFund? How was that experience? Yeah, I would say that there was less of a learning curve than I expected in terms of like the day-to-day work. Um, The CSO role is like strategy is a lot of planning your own schedule, thinking about how you're going to reach goals um, in a very loose um, structure. And I think that working in VC is a similarly loose structure. You kind of work with a team, but you do a lot of planning um, your whole day yourself, whether that be what when you want to chat with founders, who you want to speak with, how you want to help out your portfolio companies. Um, and so the biggest learning curve was just trying to understand how to evaluate companies, especially early stage companies where there's not a lot of data. Um, so that I think like really refining your ability to see and evaluate companies takes a long time like it comes with volume seeing hundreds of companies over time and like getting to understand okay these are the ones that end up doing well and studying like past cases of like okay in our portfolio company here are the ones who did well here are the ones who didn't and like why what were the early indicators what were the industries like what types of questions do we ask so that took a long time but the overall like managing the day-to-day was a much faster learning curve um, so now that it's, I've been with Exxon for um, over two years now, and I feel like I got the ropes now. So there's always more to learn, um, especially when it comes to like what each individual founder comes to share with me. I learn something new on every single call, but I would say like in terms of VC, I'm starting to finally see some patterns and like understand what's happening. So it's, it's been good. And just picking backing off that last question, how do you think uh, you're, uh, based on your experience, do you think it's important to have operator experience before launching your own company or entering venture capital? 
Yeah, that's a great question. I definitely think that it is really helpful because if you're going to be helpful to founders, it's helpful to have been a founder before. And so like with my operating experience at HSA, like there are so many things that are helpful when portfolio companies are like, okay, how do I think about hiring and firing people? Like that was like a big part of my job when I was the chief people officer, when founders are like, okay, like how do I think about what to make employees want to come work for us and stay with us? And I'm like, oh, that was a big part of my role when I was chief strategy officer. Like I thought about literally our incentives to make ourselves an employer of choice mm-hmm. for the employees. And so um, there are little things like that, that if you never did it before, it's hard to have helpful advice. Um, and so I think that you become a better VC by having worked at a company and been on the operator's side. And since you deal with student-led startups daily, when do you think is the right time to start a company? Uh, and do you think it prior experience as a founder is necessary for success? Yeah, so I think that you could start a company at any time, honestly. Um, we see students of all ages, all like parts of their career. So might be a freshman in college starting a company or a senior in college or a second year PhD or seventh year PhD um, or someone in business. But like we see literally everything. And so um, there's never really a good time to start a company. Um, it's like having a baby. Like there's so many analogies to having a baby. And it's similar because it takes a lot of your energy. It takes a lot of your focus. You have to make other sacrifices everything goes into it. You're always talking about it. You're always looking for resources to bring into that. And so there's never a good time, which means that anytime is a fine time to start. Um, We really want for founders to be full-time on their company when we invest. So if it is a founder who's a first year student, we do have to wait a long time before they graduate when we will invest, but that doesn't mean that they can't make valuable progress while they're still in school. And that doesn't mean that we can't like help them to get connected to the right customers, get connected to the right um, potential hires and like help them along that path. And sometimes students will step away from school to go full-time if they really feel like the timing is perfect. And so that could happen at any time in somebody's school career. And you mentioned that you uh, Xplan only backs founders who work on their company full-time. What sort of metrics or factors does Xplan look at when considering whether or not to back a startup or not? And we're talking like the size of the company, number of co-founders, stuff like that. Yeah, so an unsatisfying answer, but it really depends. We don't have specific metrics since every industry is so different. It really depends. Sometimes like one time we backed a founding team of two and like, that was great. They had a product that they were working on and we felt conviction that this space made a lot of sense. We really liked the team. Um, Other times it's been a team of five and like they have, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in ARR and and annual recurring revenue. And we will back that team. And like, it's a different industry. It's one where you need to have some kind of revenue for us to believe that this would work. Um, So it really, it really depends. There's not like any literally zero metrics that we are specifically like if it's not this we're not investing the only thing we need to see is that you're full-time and then it's kind of fair game mm-hmm. and exxon focuses on early stage startups do you invest at the seed and idea stage as well yes we do but i would say that the the gamut of early stage is really vast like that could be people now have like they call it pre-seed um Sometimes people are like, oh, this is a series A. 
but it really just depends. Sometimes people, if they have bootstrapped it to like a really a good point where they're like, okay, we feel comfortable with these revenues, they'll skip the seed round and just go right into a price series A. But um, we invest through all of those pre-seed, seed, series A. So, yeah. And in a general sense, what is the application or consideration process like for a student-led startup seeking funding from Mixment? Yeah, so we will first, one of us, one of our team of three investors will meet with the founder. And then we, um, if we decide to like elevate the team and continue doing diligence, the rest of the team will meet them. And then we'll reach out to folks who are experts in that industry to get references and see um, if one, the team is a team that, is really a strong set of founders um like the people with whom they've worked say positive things about them um and if we think that the company is going to be able to step into and fit into a white space in their industry and have a good impact that will be productive um, and profitable and so we'll do that diligence process and then um that can take anywhere from like a couple weeks to a couple months we'll extend an offer if we decide to move forward and then we kind of go from there. And based on your experience, what are some of the qualities that strong founding teams have that make them successful? And are there any specific examples you could highlight? Um, I would say that strong founding teams definitely have integrity. So you can tell that like, they're not taking shortcuts. Um, they're perseverant. So they're like, okay, if this doesn't work, we're going to pivot or we're going to like, you know, double down, buckle down and see what's going to work better. Um, they are very like persuasive. Um, we have a founder who was brilliantly persuasive. She was really good at negotiation. She negotiated like amazing terms with us. And we thought that that was really powerful because if you can negotiate good terms with VCs who like, we spent a lot of our time negotiating, um, the, like for, with us, we knew that she would be able to also negotiate well with her customers, negotiate well with future employees and negotiate well with future investors. So that's a really good skill to have. That's gonna be really beneficial as you're building a company. Um, and then I would also say, um, as somebody who just really believes in themselves and what they're doing, like people have to really be their first believer. When everyone is telling them it's not gonna work, they have to believe it is gonna work and they have to go against the grain because startups, by nature are going against the grain of what already is a status quo. So those are some of the main uh, traits, I would say. And what is next for X Fund over the next five to 10 years? So are you thinking of expanding your network to more universities or, yeah? Great question. I would say our next up is to raise X Fund 4. Um, we've done three funds so far. We're currently deploying capital out of X Fund 3. So next up will be fundraising a new fund. Um, and we will probably expand into some more of the top universities of innovation uh, as we start to um, continue to expand our networks into more universities that are just fostering great innovation and, and entrepreneurship. And to close this out, thank you so much. And to close this out, one final question. Uh, what advice would you give to young leaders who are looking to go into venture capital and investing in startups? Yeah, I would say if you're looking to go into VC, um, it really makes sense to be in and around entrepreneurship because the strongest VCs are people who have a strong entrepreneurial network. So people who know founders, 
who have been around founders, who can help founders. If you've started a company, that's even better because you'll really get what you're talking about when you go in and try to help founders and investing companies. Um, so I would really say that that's very important. And like, as you're getting into the world of VC, that comes hand in hand with entrepreneurship. Don't think of yourself as like a finance person. Think of yourself as like an entrepreneur support. So that's what I would say. That's really great advice. And thank you so, so much, Jaden, for your time today. I know you must be crazy busy. <laughs> no, my pleasure. Thanks for taking the time to interview me. I'm excited to um, have this be helpful for folks who are interested in entrepreneurship and VC. It was my pleasure. Uh, thanks everyone for joining us. Stay tuned for my next episode and see you all soon. Bye. Bye.